Hello and welcome to 17 Again, a one-time podcast exclusive all about the college admissions process and how to do it right the first time. I'll be speaking with my guest about his experiences applying to colleges, what he would have done differently, and he'll be sharing his advice for you, the listener. Let's get started. Mr. Quinn Hanley, sir, I'd like to welcome you to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. How are you doing? Oh, I'm, I'm doing all right. Good to hear you're doing great. Uh, I'd like to thank you for being here today. It's certainly a pleasure to have you on. Oh, man, I'm happy to be here. It's good to hear. Now, let's, uh, let's cut to the chase here. What was it like this fall, applying to colleges? I'm going to be completely honest. It was a bit stressful. Um, there's a lot to do, and it all kind of comes at you so quickly. Um, but, I mean, now that I'm here and applications are starting to go in, I'm feeling good about it, um, ultimately, and uh, yeah, it's you know very hectic, but manageable, very manageable. Yeah, it's certainly a hectic process. I think, obviously, with the whole COVID-19 situation, this yeah. year was uh, especially hectic. All these colleges have been you know doing doing their thing for you know the last 200 years or so, and now all of a sudden this gets thrown at them, and they got to figure out a new way to do things with uh, standardized testing and with visits and tours and all that stuff, so it's certainly been stressful. Have you had any issues getting uh, getting some of those test scores in? Um, well, both my ACT and my SAT got pushed back two times respectively. I was supposed to take them originally in April, then they got pushed back to sometime over the summer, then those got canceled, and I finally took both of them uh, these past couple of weekends, so I'm really, I'm just happy to be able to get those done with. So yeah. I can uh, get those scores in and then uh, report them to colleges I want to apply to. Well, that's that's good that you got them in. I I was lucky enough to take some of them earlier on, um, more so just to find the opportunity uh, to uh, kind of take the test as many times as I needed to, and obviously it ended up being a uh, a good a good choice because you know having all this happen, I didn't really have many opportunities. Uh, Recently, to take the test, taking an ACT once and the SAT through school, but other than that, um, yeah. So I think that and that points to one of the lessons that uh, we're going to hear over and over on this podcast, listeners, is that getting things done early is is certainly important, um, especially with deadlines and avoiding some of that stress. If you can get in your applications early and get most of those evaluations, materials, letters of recommendation, all those stuff in early, test scores in early, you're going to find yourself a lot less stressed. Yeah. You may have to start worrying about it sooner than you would otherwise, but trust me, you'll be uh, you'll be better off. Um, yes. Kind of going off uh, getting things done early and how you said your you had your test taken a little early, you know, than I had. I was fortunate enough to uh, kind of get the ball rolling and visit some colleges before everything shut down, um, and I think that was super beneficial. So before you're thinking about applying, you have to really make sure that the college you're you know thinking about or trying to apply to is some place that you want to put your time and effort in into because uh it's there's a lot that goes into it yeah so visiting and kind of getting a feel for what the school is about and the program i think it, it are part of the main building blocks in the application process my opinion some of the most important parts mm-hmm. i i definitely agree i think that um even without covid you would want to do your visits a bit earlier because uh if you if you if you're gonna plan on doing them all during you know the end of the junior and beginning of senior year, that's 
it's a time when you're going to want to be around because there's a lot going on and a lot of stuff you don't want to miss. So to get those in early, I mean, it makes sense across the board, and I recommend doing that. Now, I want to move on to uh, my next question, my next talking point. How could you have been better prepared to complete these applications? Well, like we were talking about earlier, I, I wish I started earlier. Um, I had all these ideas floating around in colleges, but um, I wish I kind of picked up the ball and got it rolling um, earlier than I ended up doing um, because that means I could have hit some of those early application or, or what would you call it? Uh, early action. Early action Some deadlines. of those early action deadlines um, for some of the colleges I'm applying to. Ultimately, it's been okay, but I like I said before, just getting that rolling a bit earlier. Yeah, um, I understand that completely. I one thing that I think I would have done differently, and this is kind of an out of the box thing, would be I'd I'd like to have almost put together a fake application before I started to get all of my information onto in a one spot, one source, all the information that I need because the thing about doing college applications, I personally have a lot of extracurriculars, a lot of different activities, all that stuff. I have kind of a lot of information I like to give these colleges, and it can be hard to keep track of all of that. And so one thing I did pretty early on was create a resume, but that wasn't necessarily all-encompassing. And I think if I were to do this again, I would, like I said, create a, almost a fake application. Take a uh, some sort of Google Doc or something, just put all the information I can think of on there, everything colleges are going to ask for, and then that makes it kind of mindless when you're applying to colleges because then you have all the information down and all you need to do is move it from one spot to the other. You don't have to worry about missing things or uh, you know, thinking about, you know, uh, do I need to do this, do I need to do that? No, you can make all your applications consistent. You're not going to miss anything, and it makes it so much easier. That's, that's one of the biggest things. It's a little bit of extra work, but I think it would definitely save time in the end. It's also going gonna, gonna to save time. It's going to save effort. It's going to save worry, stress, all that stuff. It's just... Uh, a better way to do it, being prepared ahead of time is super important with these college applications. No, I totally agree. I had something similar to that, like a very, very rough um, outline almost of what I would want to be putting into these applications. And uh, kind of talking about that, actually, the Common App is something I took a lot of my time to fill out, and it ended up not paying off from as much for me as I would have liked. So Why is that? Uh, out of, I think, the six or seven colleges I'm applying to, only two of them even use the Common App. So I spent all that time, which kind of seems like not much reward. So I'd say definitely going into it, make sure you, you know the portals or the application processes that these colleges want you to use because, personal example of mine, um, California State Schools and Texas Schools mm -hmm. use their own um, application portal and that's something now that I had to fill out on top of my common app which again it's that preparedness and realizing what you have to do and where you have to put this information mm -hmm. yeah I, I completely get that I um, I have a bit of a unique college application experience I'm applying to some of the uh, uh, service academies federal service academies uh, with the military and so each of those have their own applications and they're a lot more rigorous than normal college applications but I've also done some normal college applications through the Common App and through like Quinn talked about one of the state um, apply to Texas A&M and they have their own apply Texas website it's like the Common App but for Texas schools so I've done a lot of college applications and um, it's certainly I think it would have been more beneficial for me because I started out with a 
really big list of colleges I was kind of thinking about applying to, and I did a lot of work for those before I narrowed it down. So if I had been able to have a better idea about where I really wanted to apply and the best, most efficient way of going about doing that, so I would have to, you know, spend the least amount of time working on those applications, I think going through doing that early would have been more beneficial than uh, the way I did it, which was kind of inefficient and uh, not very forward-thinking. Yeah. Uh, moving on to our last talking point uh, before we end the podcast here, I'd like to talk about what uh, what would you like prospective applicants, so our listeners, to know about the college applications process and how can they be best prepared? Now, I know this kind of touches on some of the things we've already talked about, but if you have anything else that you think they should know prior to going into the college applications process, I invite you to let the listeners know. Well, your school for sure provides a ton of resources and I know in my current situation, it's a lot harder, I'd say, to get in contact with um, the systems in place to help me with these applications because I can't meet with these people in school and there's not a whole lot of time dedicated in class to really flesh out my ideas and help with the application. But right. hopefully this, this scene has changed and things are a bit better next year or whenever you're applying. Um, and that you could take full advantage of these resources because I've started to check them out. I'm I've in contact regularly with my counselor, and I have to tell you, it's it's extremely helpful. Yeah, one thing uh, kind of relating to the school is if you have to get evaluations from teachers or letters of recommendation, reach out to those people your junior year while you're still in school because I know I had one teacher who I'd spoken to my junior year about doing a bunch of evaluations for me, and he has been on top of it because he knew it was coming he had it prepared and it's just it's been so much easier than a lot of my other teachers you know having to play uh email tag with them and trying to trying to get on the same page when we can't meet in person due to covid so i know that things would be a little bit different when uh, covid's not going on but still if you reach out to those people ahead of time i'm sure they will appreciate it instead of coming to them last minute and saying hey i need this from you yeah so um Let's see, where are we at for time? I'm hoping that you've kind of gotten an idea of what we need to, or what you should be doing uh, to better improve the college application experience. And kind of going on that support network thing that I was talking about, um, your parents are another big thing. You guys need to be, or guardians or whoever you're staying with and is helping you through this admissions process. It's really important that you guys are on the same page and that there's an even flow of communication because that has really um, helped my applications process go a lot smoother. Yeah, that's that's crucial. Now, that's about all the time we have today. I hope you listeners at home or wherever you are were able to learn a thing or two from our discussion. I'd hate for it to be a total waste of time. Um, Mr. Hanley, I'd like to thank you for coming on. Your perspective has been extremely valuable and I'm glad I got to pick your brain for a bit. It's been a real pleasure to have you here. The pleasure's mine. Thank you again, Liam. This is awesome. All right, folks. Uh, thank you for listening to our special here. Have a great day. Jamie, play us out. <laughs>